Hashem, Hashem, First, want to say Hazak Baruch to Jesse Salem for both being Mizakeh Rabim and being Mizakeh Mi. Beautiful Seva Havakuk, besides being so relevant till today, has amazing things that we could emulate, learn for ourselves. Commentaries will be using basically the Ibn Azan Radak. Otherwise, we'll mention with someone who's not from those Mifarshim. So they say, both of them say together, Lo Dora. We don't know which generation lived in, but the way they seem to explain is at the time of Nebuchadnezzar, right before the destruction of the Beit Midrash and into the destruction. is actually a Midrash. They don't bring this Midrash, but it's a Midrash that an angel brought Havakuk from Israel to Hananiah, Mishaya, Zayah to bring them food which corroborates their version. Others put him all the way back at the time of Shlomo Melech. Shlomo had the secret of the 72 name of Hashem, Shem ben Ein Bet. It's really three times Ein Bet. It's three psukim in Parashat Peshalach. Each one has 72 letters, and when they put in a certain order, it spells out this amazing name of Hashem. After Shlomo Melech died, it was passed on to Havakuk. Havakuk is Gemachia 2.16. Three times seventy-two is two sixteen. Other Elisha was stayed by the house of the Shunami. She said, "Give me a son." He gives her a son. Prays for her to get a son, and he says, "Ochanat Hobeket Ben, you're going to be hugging the son. Son dies or looks like he dies, depends on him for shame. And Elisha Hehiyautai brings back to life. So Havakuk, he got Havak. He was hugged twice. Once the first time by his mother, second time by Elisha. That's just a little background. Like we mentioned before, his words are relevant till today. Let's look at the Psukim. Hamasa. So the Malbim explains Masa. It's like a burden, it's a heavy load. This is not an easy thing to come and make demands of Bore Alam. But this is the Navi speaking on behalf of B'nai Israel, trying to express to Bore Alam their anguish. And Hashem responds. So we have to say, this is all done by Simha, all love for Hashem, God forbid. They had no argument against Hashem, but they wanted things clarified. And this burden of clarification was placed on the shoulder of Havakuk. Havakuk This became a nevoah. This masa turns a nevoah, and here's his words. So the first few psukim, these are the words of B'nai Israel through the mouth of Havakuk. How long am I going to cry out to him, I'm going to pray to Hashem, and God forbid, it seems like you don't hear me. Hamas, I'm going to cry out to you. Look, I'm being treated violently. I have something terrible happening to me. And it looks like you're not going to save me, or you're not saving me. Pasuk Gimel. Why should I see, why do you show me these people who are going to come to hurt us, the Kazdim, through the leadership of Nebuchadnezzar? Veshod v'hamas negdi. There's that word Hamas again. And again, this violence and shodet, shodud, is when they take things as captives, people captives, they capture their property. Vehid even adon yisa. There's that word masa again, the same shodesh over here, that you're going to... Brought upon me, and it's a different usage, 
you're going to bring upon me this this terrible fighting, this terrible destruction. So the Torah is going to be watered down, it's going to, it's going to be weakened, how we respect and love the Torah. We're going to say there's no judgment in the world, God forbid. Because we see the Rasha, the wicked, overwhelming the Tzadik. And people are going to look at the Torah, that the Torah isn't following, the Halakha is not enduring, the Torah is not true. People are losing respect for the Torah, That's the argument. Now is Hashem's reply of Nevu'ah through Habakkuk. Go look at the world, look at the nations. We'll explain that word soon, but you're going to be shocked by this. Something's going to happen in your generation. You won't believe this. We said this expression till today, people use this in Israel, speak Hebrew. Something unbelievable. But what's the word we want to focus on? This hitamehu. But Doc explains this is Hitpael word, where Hitpael is a double intensive reflexive. It's going to come back on me, and it's going to be very strong. I'm going to make myself be in shock. I'm going to realize myself what the shock is. Such a thing is happening in the world. Hashem continues through prophecy. Because I'm going to empower these kasdim. Hagoy hamav and these bitter people. Haolech l'mehaveeretz, they go around the whole world, all four corners of the world. Ladeshet mishkanot lola, just to take land. They go on a thoughtless, aimless conquest, not to accomplish anything, not to change the world, just to go out and destroy and capture and take. And we use another expression used today. Ayom v'norahu. They bring so much terror and fear on people. Whether it's Nebuchadnezzar, they just look at a statue and collapse in fear, or just to hear the Kazdim are coming, and people are so frightened. Now we use the word again, the same shorish again, but a different form. We're given in this yud, Hashem is giving Nebuchadnezzar and the Kazdim control of the whole world. How frightening could that be? Pasuk het. The kalum and nimanim susav, the fastest animals in the world today, the, the leopard, the jaguar, the, the panther, that's the nimanim. The horses of these kastim are going to fa- go faster than, than, than these leopards. The hadum is Pack of wolves is very dangerous. They're the most dangerous at the evening. As the evening comes, this is when they're hungry. The whole day they're waiting till the night comes so they can look for their prey, innocent prey. And then they go in packs, and they surround, and they take, and they kill and destroy. And that's what these people are going to be, as fast as these horses, and as clever as these wolves, pack of wolves, looking for evening prey. And the riders are going to spread out all over the place in an overwhelming number. And these riders will come from so far away. Ya'ufu Kanesha, they fly high like an eagle. They can see from a great distance exactly what they want to take. Hashkle but again, 
they're not going to be picky. They're going to see something, grab it, not look for the best thing to take, for the most convenient thing. They're going to just, the first thing they grab, they're going to take without thinking. That's the most frightening thing. You have no way of protecting yourself, no way of anticipating who they're going to go to because they don't care who their, who their prey is. They'll just go and swoop down like this eagle from afar, and all of a sudden, there they punish. And, and he quotes, the Radak quotes himself back from, we learned a few days ago in their home, in Pedagimel, they're going to scatter all over the place in overwhelming numbers. Not just going to be one here and one there, but going to be hundreds, thousands of riders here and there continuing on their conquest. Kulola Hamas Yavol. There's that word Hamas again. They're only coming out to destroy. They're not coming to keep, to gain, to, to, to enrich themselves, just to destroy things. Megamad Panahem Kadima. Usually we say Kadima is towards the east, but they're coming from the east. So there's two explanations they give over here. One is they're going to come just as fierce and violent as the eastern wind, which is a strong wind. Or it means, no, even if the east wind is in their face, even if they have the wind in their face, and, and maybe it should turn aside, they're just going to go right into their darkness just, just to go to destroy without pausing, without taking a turn left or right, without any consideration, whatever's going to happen. And the success will be, and they'll conquer people, like you pick up a handful of sand, you get thousands of grains of sand. That's how they will. That's how they will come and conquer and take take captives. The who? This is still going on the Kastim, the nation of the Kastim. The who? B'malachim kalas. V'roznim is haklo. He's going to ridicule the kings. You think you can stop me? V'roznim. Malbim explains v'roznim asare aitza. Tacticians. They give you the tactics, how to save yourself, how to stop these enemies. They're going to laugh at them. They're going to ridicule them. He's going to laugh at any type of fortress. Mivsar is a fortress. He'll gather up dirt to capture it. This is his joke. Mivsar, Yitzbor, it's a play on words. This is a Mivsar, I'll turn into Yitzbor. This is a Mivsar, you think this is protecting you? I'll turn into a pile of dirt. Or, if you've ever been to Masada, you look how the Romans, Yonach Shemam, captured this mountaintop fortress. They just, over years, they piled up sand and dirt and rocks till they made a ramp to overcome this mountain hill and they attacked from that side. And that's what they said. You have a Mivsar? We'll make it Yitzbor, no problem. You're gone. And now Havakuk makes a personal plea. As Halaf Ruach Hashem, look Hashem, he's gonna see the success going like the wind. He can go and he's gonna be guilty. Zukahol Eloho. He uses a the, the, the Farshim say he uses a lashon of derogatory lashon against his God. Eloho. It's usually Elokad. Eloho. He's just singular, he's nothing. And now comes the words of B'nai Yisrael to Hashem through the Navi. Halo atami kedem Hashem. Elohai kodshi lo namut. You, Hashem, you came before these people. We don't want to die in their hands. Adonai the Mishpat Samto. You put him to judge us, to warn us, to scare us. You put him to correct us, but not to kill us, Hashem. It's interesting, the Radak points out something called the Tikkun Sofrim. just want to explain, he says there's 18 Tikkun Sofrim throughout the Tanakh. God forbid, this is, on our own we could understand this, but I saw this written in the, in the, in the 
website, Kippah, in the name of Rabbi Shmuel Eliyahu Shalita, the son of Mordech Eliyahu, Rabbi of Safat, and he quotes the Rashba. He says, Chas v'shalom, it's not Tikkun Tipshim, it's Tikkun Sofrim. What does that mean? You can't, we can't change one letter in the Torah. But it means, there's the words of Rashba, Sofrim, Diktiku Ekar Kavana. They went to see what's the main intention of the Pasuk. Look at Moshe Katuv. So what the Torah meant and was written is not exactly the same thing for the average person to understand. So that's why they changed this word. So the word is really Lot Tamut. And how would you explain it? Well, Doc explains that the words of Hashem will not die, God forbid. Hashem will always watch B'nai Israel and don't let the words of Hashem die. Tehod Einayim, sounds familiar? We say Kippur over and over in the Piyut of Ayom Adiv Naor. Tehod Einayim, you Hashem, pure eyes, merot ra. You're not going to see this evil happen. You can't, you can't gaze upon these terrible iniquities and, and let it go. How can you, Hashem, watch these kazdim do these terrible things to the world and to us? To allow a yasha to overwhelm, to swallow up someone who is a tzaddik from uh, above him. And there's also no change. There's not tikkun sofrim, but you read like this: tohod enai mirot beda. You can't see this evil over here. Pasuk yidalim. Ta'aseh adam kedigei yam, and you're going to make the people like they're fishing to see that any untalented person, any person, just throw the net in and grab something without. But I think this Nebuchadnezzar could just come with his kazdim and catch us like fish in the in the sea. Keremes loy moshe bo. Like bugs walking out, they're going to trample us like little bugs that there's no one to protect us, no one to guard us. It just has how the world goes. Or like a large fish swallows a young fish. The smaller fish is a point of nature. That's how Nebuchadnezzar is going to be unleashed on the world with his kazdim. Malbim explains there's three forms of a net over here. Some nets capture individuals. Some are put simultaneously. Many drop simultaneously. Some capture large amounts. They're called the haka, the harem, and the mechmoret. And that's that's pasuk tetvav. Kolobe haka ala. They're going to bring him up with this haka. You go there behemo. You're going to you're going to drag it with the hedem and capture these the, the bnei Israel like some kind of fishing expedition. Yasfer be machmoret. You're going to use the machmoret mechmato to to pick up a whole bunch of fish. Akenis machvi agel. It's ah. This is easy. Nebuchadnezzar Kasim said, "This is it. You don't got to be any genius to go fishing to throw a net in the ground and pull out for a bunch of fish. This is easy." You're going to let them, allow them to think that all this death and wanton destruction and captivity is come so easy to them? And this is the Navi pointing out and B'nai Yisrael pointing out. If it comes so easy to them, He's going to go worship his net, or you could say he had Avodah Zarah called Harem. Avodah Zarah called Mechmoret. He's going to go worship his cunning use of his net, his cunning use of his Mechmoret, <laughs> With these, this is how I got fat. This is how I gained my land. This is how I gained my sheep became fat. All through these things that I've done throughout the world. And when these Rishaim see success in their behavior and their action, what's going to stop them from continuing? Pasuk Zion and the final Pasuk of this Perek, we end up with a question. How can Yadik Hamor? And he's going to empty out his net and go back to catch some more? And he's going to continue going and wipe out entire nations? He'll never have mercy. 
as long as he sees his success, he's never going to stop Hashem. 